Hello friends, welcome to the SOS Podcast. I'm your host Carl, thanks for joining me. Yesterday I went out for a walk with one of my friends. Usually on a Saturday morning, we do a pretty tough, about, about a one hour workout, but I was kind of exhausted this week. So Saturday we decided we would just go for a walk on a trail. It was about four and a half miles. It's a nice, mainly level trail along the river. We weren't going up in the hills or the mountains or climbing or anything like that. During that time, one of us was saying things like, why don't we run a little? Let's jog a little at least. Let's, you know, speed this up. Let's do some kind of other running or walking drills while we're out here. The other one of us was saying, this is a really good workout. To keep this pace, to go this fast for this long, this is enough for me. So after our walk, we went to breakfast, and I was thinking, we, the two of us, were out there doing the same thing, exact same thing. We both were out there taking the same walk, same distance, same trail. For one of us, that was a good workout. A lot of sweat, no tears, no blood, thank God. But for the other one, it was literally like a walk in the park, like just a leisurely stroll. Because we were two people with very different cardiovascular fitness levels. We got two people doing the same thing. And for one, the exertion of effort is huge. This is really challenging. And for the other person, it's like nothing, nothing at all. Now we could compare these two people and we could say that one of them is better than the other. One is fitter than the other. One is, eh, not really up to snuff, not really up to par. We could pit these two people against each other. We can create a competition between them. We can make one feel really great and the other one feel not so great. We can ask the person who was really challenged by those four and a half miles, why aren't you better at this? Why is this so hard for you? This should be easy. This should be nothing. We can pat the other person on the back and say, wow, you're really fit. You're in great shape. You're awesome. You, you know what? You actually don't need to be any more fit. You're exactly where you need to be. You don't even need to work out or exercise anymore. You're good. You're golden. I thought about the spiritual parallel of all of this. One person who seems to have a really easy time with the work ahead of him or her. Another person who just has a really tough time getting it together. It's really a struggle getting through the spiritual challenges that we encounter. One person who seems to be so far advanced compared to the other who we might say is pretty behind. Physical fitness and spiritual fitness are similar. It takes work, it takes time, it takes dedication, it takes discipline. But just because two people do the same work doesn't mean they get the same result. And a big reason for that is because we don't all start at the same place. We don't all have the same history. We don't all have the same struggles. I've spoken on here more than once about my fascination with running and my struggles with trying to be a better runner or just trying to be actually a runner at all. Over the last month, I've run more than I've run ever. I don't know, I think in four weeks, I ran more than I've run in four or five years. For me, that might be a huge accomplishment, 
But there are people out there who if I decided to go for a run with them today, they would leave me in their dust. I'd be smoked in the first quarter mile. And how would I feel? Would I feel great that I've accomplished this increase in my fitness when it comes to running? Or would I feel terrible because there's someone out there who is just so much better than I am? Would I be thinking to myself, wow, you know what? You haven't come that far at all. You're still pretty bad at this. Or would I be thinking, doesn't matter. That person's different. That person's got a different history, different starting point, different physical abilities. They're just different. We need to understand that while there's a benefit to comparing ourselves to others, when we look at where we are spiritually, where we are in our walk, where we are in our relationship to God and our discipline, all of those things, there's a benefit to that. I mean, we can look at someone who walks in giftings we could only dream to have, and that could cause us to really chase after God, to pursue him, to say, I wanna be used like that. That's admirable, there's nothing wrong with that. We also can do this to our detriment. We can look at other people who are doing great things for God and then look at ourselves, maybe we're not doing so much or at least we don't see it, and start to think, wow, I'm a pretty bad Christian. What am I doing? God's not using me at all. Why isn't he using me? What's wrong with me? Maybe he just doesn't want to use me. Maybe that's just not in the cards for me. See, the thing is, we are a body. We're a unit. We work together. But we're all different. I'm a hand, you're a foot, so-and-so's an eye, another person's an arm, a shoulder. Some people in the church might be, you know, internal organs, behind the scenes, you don't even see them. They're not as visible as other parts of the church, but their functions are just as important. They keep her going. We each have a different lot we're given in life. We're each a different clay jar, God molds us how he wants to mold us. God gives us the giftings he wants to give us. God develops in us the skills and talents he wants to develop. Not because I'm better than you or you're better than me. Yes, there are some people who are doing much more with what God has given them than some other people are. There are those who have more discipline. There are those who are chasing after his kingdom and his righteousness more than others. Those are facts, that's just what's happening. But if I'm one of those people who's not doing so much with what he's given me, who's not pursuing him the way that I should, it's not for me to feel bad, it's for me to get better. It's for, for a fire to be lit under me. You know, when God shows me someone who I admire spiritually, I never think, wow, God, Thanks for letting me know there's someone out there who's a lot better at this than I am. I just, I don't think that. If anything, I think, wow God, how do I do that? How do I get there? I'm not going to feel bad that I'm not there yet. I'm going to feel inspired that a person can get there. And that's where I want to get. How do we do this? Let's go. If you're taking that walk with a friend of yours, and your friend is just skipping along and has no issues with breathing, talking, singing. It's not a workout at all. But you are just hoofing it as hard as you can. And you can barely breathe. There's no way you can have a conversation. Sweat's dripping and pouring everywhere. You're halfway through the walk. And you just want to give up because, man, you don't know how you can get the other half done feeling like this. If that's you, it's okay. We've all been there. We're all going to be there. 
The point is that you keep walking. The point is that you recognize the high potential someone else has, and you ask God, "Wow, what's my potential? How far can you take me? How far can I go?" Go ahead and compare yourself to every person out there who's just a little more advanced than you, whether it's spiritually, or professionally, or someone who's just better at personal relationships. Whatever it is. Someone who's better at managing their money—I don't care. Compare yourself to all those people who are better than you at something or everything, but don't cry. Don't beat yourself up. Don't feel bad. Recognize the abilities that God can give us and seek Him for whatever you're deficient in. Say, God, I'm not that great at this. I'd like to be better at that. God, you know what? I hear these people pray, and they pray like they really know how to pray. And when I pray, I feel like the words just fall out, and it sounds so dumb, and I can't collect my thoughts, and it's just—it sounds terrible. God, I just—I just, just want to be good at praying. Ask Him to share with you His heart, and those words are just gonna come out. The will of God's just gonna come out of your mouth. You'll be praying like you never prayed before, because you want to please your Father, right? That's the desire here. That's the motivation, because you want to please your Father. You want to do well for Him. God, my desire is to be a vessel for you to use. I want to do the amazing stuff. I want to go where people say I shouldn't be able to go. I want to reach those who are just—they're unreachable. You can't get to them, whether physically or you just can't get through spiritually. I want to do that. Whatever's impossible, God, use me. Let's go. Let's take care of this. Whatever's dangerous, whatever's risky, whatever anybody says, man, that can't be done. God, let's do it. That's the attitude we should have on a daily basis. We should be looking for God. What can we do today? Sometimes it's small stuff, easy stuff, mundane stuff, and we might think well, that's not really big enough for me, God. I kind of wanted, I wanted something more amazing today. But you never really know what's going on in the spirit. You could just smile at someone as you're walking by them in the grocery store, and maybe that'll make their day. You never know. But what do we want from God? That's the question. What do we want from God? Are we happy where we are? Are we gonna say I'm spiritually fit enough now? I'm really good at praying and worshiping, and I'm a compassionate person, and I care for people who are in need. I'm great to my family. I honor my parents. I take care of my children. I respect my boss, and I do my job well. I'm good. I'm set. No reason for me to develop any further. Well. That's not true, right? Just like the friend who walked the four and a half miles without batting an eyelash or breaking a sweat, he's still nowhere near as fit as he could be. He still has a lot of work to do. There's so much more potential in him. No different than the friend who struggled for most of that walk. He also has a lot of work to do. Can get a lot fitter. Interesting. They don't look like they're in the same place. Yet they are. Each one has come a long way. Each one can perform better than others out there, and each one still has a long way to go. We all might be at different levels spiritually, but we all have those three things in common. Let's chase after God to see what more He wants to bring out of us. Father, thank you that you don't give up on us. 
that even though we might think we're so far along, we're good, we can just ride it out, you never think that, God. There's always more for you to impart to us. There's always more for you to call us to, always more for us to accomplish, always more giftings, always something we can do better. Father, I just thank you for spiritually developing us every step along the way. We know until your son comes back, there's just progress after progress after progress that needs to be made in the church and in us individually. Father, I'd ask you to soften our hearts, that we would be open to that, that we wouldn't be satisfied with what we have ever, that we would always be seeking more of you. We would always be seeking more gifts, more compassion, and just more fruit, God. Father, thank you for those who are further along than we are. Thank you, God, that watching them do mighty things in your name fuels our fire to do mightier things in your name. Father, we thank you now for the prayers that you will answer when we ask you to give us more. Father, we love you, and we can't wait to see you face to face. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Good day, and God bless. So